brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. Yes, it's sipping time, and welcome to this Sips episode where everything good in life is worth discussing. We are, well, we're probably the second best thing on at 2 a.m. No, Bob, we are the best thing on at 2 a.m. You sure we about that? We are the best. You sure? At 2 a.m. Not 2.15, this though. time zone. Not 2.15. There's nothing better at 2 a.m. than us. I can think of a few things I've had at 2 a.m. that were better than this. But it usually involved a bunch of alcohol and, and a lot of begging. I was going to say, that was many, many years ago. Did he say oh, yeah, begging, begging or bagging? Yeah, begging doesn't work now at all. So, I mean, yeah, that was years ago. That was a long time ago. It was pre-kids. Right. So, <laughs> this is Made Man Bob. And joining me today are good old gal Denise. Good morning, everyone. You know why she's laughing? She's heard about the begging. That's why she's laughing. She's like, yeah, that don't work. I don't let my wife beg anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Please get away from me. You s- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we don't have to beg. Yeah. yeah please she, take a shower. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> are you please. done yet? Yeah. Are you done yet? Yeah. <sighs> good, old my, good old boy, Maury. That would be main man, Maury. Sure. Whatever you want for Ooh. you. Yeah. Ouch. I like the kangaroo theme in the basement today. Because you don't know how to tie shoes. You still have the Velcro ones. That's right. Loser. <laughs> and good old boy, Harmeet. Thank you for having me, Bob. It's uh, good to be south of the equator. You're happy to have anybody have you. Your yeah, wife well, won't anymore. I'm, I'm, <sighs> I'm good. I'm glad if anybody lets me south of their equator. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, Maury and myself are with the Bourbon Mafia. Uh, the Bourbon Mafia is a nonprofit organization composed of bourbon enthusiasts and industry professionals. With representation in eight states, our members combine a love of bourbon with a passion for charitable work. The group uses their love of our native spirit to raise money for local and national charities through bottle auctions and other themed events. Check us out on Facebook at The Bourbon Mafia. Our show is also sponsored in part by Fine Spirits in Cooper City, Florida, home of the Enigmatic Machines, serving great wines, whiskeys, and spirits by the glass. You can find them at www.finespirits.net. What year will those glasses be available? Uh, 2026. Okay. Sometime before 2020, everything should be repaired. Doubt it. All right. <laughs> Our show is also sponsored in part by the Fort Lauderdale Whiskey Society. To find out more about the society and their events, you can visit them at FTLS, FTLWS.com. You know, we could also just come to free wine tastings and whiskey tastings and all that stuff without using the enomatic machines, too. We do that. No, nah, I don't think so. If it doesn't come out of a dispenser, I'm not coming to your store. All right. So our, our sip segment. He has to have the card. He's all fancy. Yeah. It has a chip in it. Yeah. <laughs> I want it to dispense. I want it to be like Star Trek. He wants to Trek-y. choose the size of his pour. Yeah, I want it like Star trek You know, like you press a button and it just appears. Mm-hmm. Our sip segments are all about wine, distilled spirits, tea, coffee, and anything else that we can drink. And today's show is all about wines from... Uh, 
Australia, and Argentina, and Chile. And here's some of the wines we're going to be tasting today. From John Duval, we have the Plexus 2017. From John Duval, we also have the Entity 2017. And from John Duval, the Annexus Grenache from 2017. They have the Archival Ferrera Chimera. Archival. 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 Chimera at 2014 vintage. Chimera. It's got a Q, dude. Do you want me to just like sit down and let you do this? Well, I know who's going to do the sips ratings today with the beautiful Spanish, Mm -hmm. Argentinian, Australian accent. And we have Tikal Petriota from 2015. And we have the Conciatoro Terroño 2017 Carmenere Black 27. Oh, that's a mouthful. Yeah, that's a long one. So... Since he's so chatty, we're going to let Harm do the sips ratings. Well, so thank chat. you, Bob. I really appreciate it. Um, let's see. Uh, these are our sips ratings. We're going to be do the signature sounds with them as well. Correct, Bob? Are you ready? Are you, you put down no, the cheese, Bob. Yeah. Get, get ready with the sounds. Maybe. One sip. Give me a glass of water to wash out my mouth. He's so angry. One sip things make me angry. He is angry, isn't he? Mm. Two sips. Nice. But what else do you have? Well, isn't that nice? Three sips. Hmm. Interesting. What was this again? Interesting. Four sips. Let's keep this a secret to ourselves. Pour me another, Bob. That's classified. That's creepy. No. Five (laughs) sips. Oh my. I was unaware anything could taste this good. That was creepy. I just threw up my mouth a little. I'm <laughs> Where's the sounds, Bob? Put down the cheese. Oh I just threw up way. my mouth a little. Hold on. I've got to get Put a glass of water to wash that back down. <laughs> I think Jesus Maury fell asleep. Christ. Oh my God. <laughs> Holy cow. That was Wow. Just, that, was that was really. Yeah. Wow. Well, we've been drinking red wine. Yeah, well. All right, so we're going to go to our first winemaker, which is uh, John Duval Vineyards out of Australia. The Duval family have a long history in the Australian wine industry. For five generations, they've been growing grapes at their family vineyard in the Brasso Valley. Established in the second half of the 19th century at Morfitt Vale, south of Adelaide, the family vineyards have been supplying Shiraz grapes and vine cuttings to the world-famous Penfolds Winery for generations. It has. It was this long-standing connection that helped us help them to set the future path for a young John Duval, who, unlike a lot of brands, when you see a name, who is a guy? No, John's actually the guy. To become the first family member to transition from growing grapes to making wine, John Duval graduated from Adelaide University's Roseworthy College in 1973 and was hired by Penfolds for the 1974 vintage. Over the next 12 years, he was mentored by Grange creator Max Schubert and Penfold's chief winemaker Don Ditter before himself assuming the position of chief winemaker in 1986. In doing so, he became only the third winemaker responsible for producing Australia's greatest red wine, the Penfold's Grange. In addition to being charged with the custodianship of the Grange and legendary wines such as Ben 707, Ben 389, and the St. Henri, John initiated a number of new exciting wines, which are now standard features of the Penfolds collection, including Bin 138, which is a Shiraz, Grenache, and Mouvedre, Bin 407, Cabernet, 
And a particular note was the RWT Shiraz, which was made entirely from old vine Barassa Shiraz using French oak and an early indication of John's winemaking direction post-Penfolds. That's also known as Baby Grange. RWT is something special. Yeah, it's, I can find a bottle of Grange if I look hard enough. The RWT, I've I've seen pictures of it. that one. Literally, I have Grange on the yeah. shelf, I, but I'm you don't have RWT. that one. Yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah. I've 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 heard of it. I I'm aware of it, but if I had it, I haven't even gotten close. After 29 years at Penfolds, John decided to venture out on his own and created John Duvall Wines. Beginning in 2003 with the inaugural vintage of Plexus Shiraz, they added their second wine, Entity, in 2004. And this innovation continues as they continue to add new expressions and expand their product line. So let's go on and start working on our first one. So we're going to have Denise tell us about that. Okay, great. This is the uh, John Duvall Plexus 2017 Barassa, which is 87% Barassa Valley, 13% Eden Valley. Shiraz, 51%. Grenache, 32%. Orvedra, 17%. Plexus was the first expression created by John Duvall. His aim with Plexus was to express the wide spectrum of red fruit flavors from Shiraz, Grenache, and Morvedra, and also provide structure with a seamless balance and long finish. For this vintage, the Shiraz was sourced from old vineyards in the Krondorf, Ebenezer, and Eden Valley, Grenache from the Tanunda and Ebenezer regions, and Morvedra from the Light Pass region. 100% barrel match maturated for 15 months with just 10% new fine grain French oak hogsheads, 300 liter barrels, with the balance in older seasoned hogsheads. So this is a really interesting wine. Um, I read the professional expert sort of description. Um, and with that, they describe a lot of red fruits and I definitely get that and some dried herbs. But what I really got was a lot of dry flowers. hundred percent so, agree with you, Denise. Right? So you have these flowers, but they're not fresh flowers. They're dried flowers. And that's really, really interesting. So it makes it a little more earthy, a little more interesting on Did the you nose. Get rose puddle? Definitely in those. Um, and then you move to the palate. So you get you get the fruit. So for me, it was a lot more of like the red currant fruits and, and, and not so um, new, fresh, juicy, but, but definitely a little more deeper, darker, pungent fruits. Um, and I love this description of classy tannins. Um, for me, I, I definitely, it's, I, I get the tannins. Um, tannins with the top hat? What's yes. What's it mean? Delicious. What's Putting it mean? on the wrist. I, I understand that you like their description, but with tails. what's a classy tannin? He uses the valet. A refined Maybe it's If you were classic. a tannin, it would be the opposite of you. <laughs> it's a really interesting description, yeah. though. Yeah. Because you get the tannins. They're refined. Um, They're refined tannins. Yeah. yeah. So, in other words, it's the opposite of harm. Yes. I like You're the finish. You're we'll hate it. Just saying. The finish was, interestingly enough, um, a little drier than I expected, um, but probably grip. not with with those um, darker fruits, and it had a, a nice medium to long finish. If you take the time and, and you sip it, you, you get that nice long finish. I like this. It's interesting. It's a good wine, definitely. So you get the dried flowers. Right, Hermit? So, Maury, do you want to make sure your marriage is intact and agree with everything Denise said, or do you want to do something different? You agreed with me, Hermit. I'm not married to you, Denise. I want to oh. see what he says. 
Well, Harmie, don't let me steal your thunder. Go ahead and, <laughs> and agree all the way. I don't think it'll change your luck. <laughs> I guess we'll be back. Well, I guess up. that makes our naughty parts tingle. Hey, we're back, and we are discussing some wines from John Duvall out of Australia. We're talking about their 2017 Plexus. So what do you think, Maury? Well, I didn't really get all the things that Denise described. Well, I did revise my fruits to stewed fruits. Okay. On the off the air, Denise. We gotta go okay. I'm still going to be contrary. I love the color. It is a vibrant, garnet, purple, deep color. Um, I do think that uh, you're right about the, the dried flowers on the nose. Uh, for me, the palette was um, much more subdued. I didn't get really as much fruit on the palette as much as I got um, leather and tobacco and uh, some of those classy tannins. Uh, I, I thought it was, just, it was just a little bit austere for me. And uh, I didn't really find it to be... Uh, as fruit forward as I might have liked. Harm, did you want to? I I, uh, I understand why you're saying it's a little austere. This is, I mean, this is not that uh, that style. Because we talked about Penfold so much in his background, this is not that fleshy Penfold style. This is a little bit, a um, little more restrained. Uh, I got uh, raspberry and blackberry in this, and uh, I think Maurice. I mean, sorry, Denise Maurice. Oh, that should be your your couple name, Maurice. Denise uh, said, um, <laughs> uh, Denise yeah, said no. stewed okay. fruits. And it's like, uh, I, or Demore. <laughs> Maurice or Demore. Do, do you need a couple name if you're already married? Yeah, we have a last name. Yes, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but um, I, she was saying stewed fruits later. And uh, I agree with that. Uh, it, I think it's, it's, a, it's a nice wine, but it's, it's a little more uh, elegant and restrained than some of the things we get out of Australia. Bob, what do you think about this? I think it's, I, 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 I really enjoyed it. Um, you definitely get the snood fruit on it. I just keep coming back to smell it. That, yeah. Those rose petals and tar. And, and the, yeah, the nose on this is cinnamon. out of this world. Yeah, it's dried flowers. It's got a, just, a, an, a, just this undercurrent of earthiness to it. Um, the the nose on it is fantastic. The palate, I'm I'm really enjoying it. I've got a lot of fruit. I've get I've got again some very refined tannin to it. I think this one could probably sit for a while and and do very well. Um, you know, keeping in mind we're drinking a 17. Yeah, this we're, we're drinking this young. I think mm. we may not be doing it justice. You know, but uh, honestly, the important thing is is, is, is you know, this is a great wine from you know a, a, a legendary winemaker from one of the finest wine districts in the world, um, and this is about forty bucks. This this I think this thing really drinks way above its punching weight. Um, I've I've enjoyed the heck out of it. I, I really really liked it. So, I think in a couple of years it'll just continue to improve. Yeah, no, I think these are going the right direction. I think you're right. We just we just drank it too young, you know. Yeah, we drink we drink what they sends us. Bring us some fresh wine. No more of this old stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just a lovely wine altogether. And I think, I mean, this is their introductory wine. This is the first one they came out with, and I think it's extremely approachable. I think it would go with just about any meal I can think of. I'm, you know, I think it's I think it's a. Because you only think of red meat. There's something else. <laughs> there you go. I'm, 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 what do you eat? I, I grew up vegetarian, but you know, I grew out over that. Communist. So, 
we're going to be giving the uh, John Deval Plexus three sips. Interesting. And we're going to be moving on to our next wine from John Deval. We're going to have Maury tell us about that one. Thank you, Bob. Uh, this is the John Deval Entity 2017. It's a Barossa Shiraz, 100%, sourced from old vineyards in the Krondorf, Eden Valley, Light Pass, Mapa, and Ebenezer regions. That's a mouthful. John like Ebenezer Scrooge or, you know. Yeah. His object with Entity was to produce an elegant Shiraz, true to the Barossa style. The 2017 Entity includes about one-third Eden Valley Shiraz to help maintain the elegance and style. And again, it's got this just beautiful, vibrant purple color to it. It's got a lovely nose with, uh, I would say, a little more of those uh, those fruits on the nose, maybe stewed. Really? Fruit. No, I got something different. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I definitely get some boysenberry and black currant, and maybe a little hint of uh, earthy uh, earthy spice on the palate. Uh, I find this to be much more fruit forward than the previous uh, wine. It does have a little bit of pepper. It's got some really nice uh, tannins, a little bit of uh, acidity to it. And uh, I thought this was really a delicious wine with a nice uh, medium finish. What do you think, Denise, since you're going to be contrary? No, I'm not going to be contrary. Um, but on the nose for me, I get these uh, fresh. Uh, it's interesting. There was a description of violets. So I definitely get the fresh violets. But the mm -hmm. earthy note that I get is either like freshly cut hay or freshly cut grass underneath that and and i really dig that that that's got a great nose for me maybe you're part horse <laughs> that's possible i don't think I so i didn't get the I hay think or the trying to get according to my zodiac sign cut grass i'm sorry the violets i get right they're they're right up front yeah. i think oh. is there a, can i grab the bottle for me do you mind grabbing that bottle for me bob don't manhandle the bottle. I can't do it. He's, he's not gonna. He's not gonna give me any more wine. He's gonna look at me. But anyway, uh, I, I get that the fruits you're talking about. What do you think about the the palate though, Denise? Just, uh, just like really the nose. beautiful fresh fruit flavors, which is a little bit contrary to the nose, to be honest. And in contrast to the last one, I thought. I shamed yeah. Bob into getting up and getting me some wine. It works. Harm, what do you think about the palate? I, you know, I, we, uh, well, since we poured it fresh, I'm, I'm getting more of that fruit right up front. We aerated these wines before, uh, before tasting. Mm. And they've been open for a good hour now. Yeah. And, uh, you know what I'm getting here? Nobody mentioned is it's like vanilla here. Smell this. There's, there's, there's a good bit of vanilla under the berries here and the earthiness of there. I still don't get that grass. But uh, yeah, I had a little hint of vanilla you're talking about, but again, I didn't get the grass either. Red, red and blue fruits. Uh, not as much blueberry as I'd expect, but and, and like in a Shiraz like this, but quite good, very well balanced. Bob, what do you think? Yeah, I definitely get the grass. It's tip of the nose kind of thing. Thanks, really? Bob. Just yeah, this this sort of fresh cut. Just at the very tip of the nose. To me, it's, um, it's coming across as violets on earth. Oh, no. Well, the violets um, are huge. Yes. And it's got that, that beautiful earthy sort of undertone. I mean, you can you can smell the soil in this. I mean, it's just, it's it's extremely, the nose is just so well done. 
Maybe it's like hay. You know, hay has a little mm. bit of a sweeter yeah. sort of nose. Yeah. So maybe as opposed to the. What I need is like a like fresh steak. cut mm. hay. It's sweet. It's uh, grainy. It's got a that. great peppery note to it. I mean, mm -hmm. you're expecting it. It's 100% Shiraz. Yeah, but and, I, it, I, and it doesn't disappoint. I thought the pepper was underneath all the fruit. I didn't get a lot of pepper. No, it's not, it's not no, overwhelming. No, it's extremely well food, done. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you get a, an Australian Shiraz and it's like, you know, licking a handful of pepper. I mean, it's it's extremely well balanced. It's the balanced one. The yeah, fruit is right where it needs to be. The spice is right where it needs to be. And again, this is, you know, in the $40 range. How can I mean? How can you go wrong with this? I mean, this this is this is good wine. Um, no, there it's are got many some different palettes. I mean, the tannin to it is there. It get, it's very. I mean, it's got a mouth coating feel. It's very very thick. Um, I'm definitely enjoying this one. Yeah, so. no, we none of, you're the first one to mention the the mouth feel today. These are excellent. The, these are really palate coating. You could serve this, and uh, really, it, it's approachable for many different palates. Yeah. So if you're not really sure who your audience is that night at dinner, this would work, definitely. Yeah, if they're not happy with this, and I everybody would be well, happy. I wouldn't let them well, stay well, well, there's good, some well-made Australian straws. Okay, too rich for them. well, besides them. <laughs> if you don't like this, get out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I agree. If the Australians can make a good straws, well, we're going to be... Uh, we're going to be rating the John Duvall Entity 2017. Hold on, let me get back. Four sips. That's classified. So we're going on to our last wine from John Duvall, and we're going to have Harm tell us about that one. Well, thank you, Bob. This is good old boy Harmeet saying that the John Duvall Nexus Grenache 2017 from Barossa Valley is sourced from two very old Yoli. How about it's sourced from two very old oh, low yielding vineyards? Well, allow me to retort. Okay. Yeah. Fine, be that way. It's 90% from Eden Valley, Ancestor Vineyard, over 150 years old, and 10% from Bush Vines in the northern Barossa Valley. The inspiration for the uh, Barossa's best old vine Grenache vineyards created a nexus. It's a small selection of their best old, low-yielding Grenache vineyards, 100% barrel matured for 12 months in French oak hogsheads, which are 300 liters. The color is a vibrant ruby red, and the nose is beautiful. It's we we did uh, let this we did again like I said we did use the aerator to air these out, but it still needed more time in the glass. It has just uncoiled and become something gorgeous. Lots of uh, strawberry, bright red cherry and strawberry, savory herbs. Uh, I'm getting a little bit of rose petal that wasn't there earlier. Absolutely. And on the Mm. Absolutely, with the rose puddle. Mm. But it just—it wasn't there earlier. Now it's really come out. Yeah, these wines are still tight and young. That's the thing. It's a 2017. Um, the red fruits are there. Mineral notes. The tannins are um, are very good, but they're not quite as elegant as the or classy as the classy first wine. tannins. These are um, these, these are these fine, are dusty tannins. <laughs> yeah, th this is like that dusty tannin you get from Alexander Valley right. uh, in California. Yep. So. This is uh, this is quite good. I enjoyed it, Bobby. What'd you think? I think this was an excellent wine. Um, I definitely get the red fruit on it, and as you said, it's 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 very reminiscent of an Alexander Valley. It's that sort of that's the tannin I got. Not it's the fruit. that dry dustiness to the tannin to it. You can mm. taste that dusty soil. Um, the nose on it is lovely. 
It just needed more time in the glass. It's, it's yep. they've been sitting here for another yep. hour. Well, I, if you recall, I took mine and I aerated it a second time, and ah. as soon as I did, the cherries just took off. Mm-hmm. Well, I've got the cherries now, yeah. and that was oh, I got there. more strawberry. You know, still think, cherries. Cherries are there. They weren't there before. Like but dark, that was dark, dark black cherry. Um, great nose on it. The rose petals on it are lovely. Yeah, this is, this is again. If you if you don't like this, you're, there's something wrong with you. Get out of you my know, house. You know, underneath all that, I'm getting a little clove as well. Really? I, I thought this wine was definitely more fruit forward, definitely more cherry, a um, little bit of a lighter style. Kind of reminds me of some of the uh, California Pinots, uh, in that it's uh, lighter, mm-hmm. uh, more lively. Well, yeah, when we first wine. tasted this, I thought it was very muted. It's it's this just came out. No, it's come it's come out. It was muted right out of the bottle, but it's opened up quite a bit. Um, I would argue that it's a similar deep purpley color, almost inky, like Richard Blackmore's. No, no. Oh, this, sorry, this, wrong. This, I don't get Ruby. Wrong deep purple. Sorry. This this one is inky. This one's inky. This one's a little more bright. Well, if you let a bunch of light shine through it, yes, that's true. Well, that's how you judge color of wine, man. Unlike you, sir, I don't see color, you racist <laughs> son of a... Yeah, now the cherry comes through so... It's just so powerful yeah. on Here's the, the nose. Here's the problem. We're dealing cherry with Harmate. And when I look at Harmate, I think one thing. Jane, you ignorant slut. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Love SNL. Have you seen any SNL since the 70s? Yes. It's still on? <laughs> <laughs> I like the what rose petals on this, though, yeah. Harmate, but I get like a, a beautiful, like, floral powder, like a, a powdery floral. It's really mm-hmm. hard to describe. I guess like maybe you have it to be a female, bath. that like an Gra- after gra- bath. Grandma's, grandma's rose petal. Right. Like powder, like after bath florally powder. And um, what's really interesting to me. I don't think you want to describe the wine as smelling like grandma. No. Well, not like grandma. <laughs> well, it depends on your grandma. Is, and her you know. moo-moo, but. Yeah. But the finish, I Your really grandma's loved. Your Margaret. Go away, buddy. Go right ahead. I get yeah. this little tingle in the back sides of my tongue, on the tingle. side in the back, right Your in the finish. Your husband's right there. I'm just saying, Makes it's it's a wonderful... That's why she's excited. She's never <laughs> had that sensation. Listen, we talk about, you know, smooth entries and mouth feels and all sorts of stuff on this show. So that's <laughs> enough go. to get you excited right there. Silence. So this is a silky Crickets. wine. It's pretty. So I need to raise my score up a little bit on this one too. So yeah, yeah, beautiful. Well, we're going to be rating the John Duval, the Nexus Grenache, 2017, four sips. That's classified. It just needed time. I, I I feel like we're drinking these things young and doing it with the service. Even Grandma would love it. Even Grandma. Bob, you want to talk about the next winemaker? Would you like to pronounce it, Mister Diction Guy? <sighs> Achival Ferrer. Achival Ferrer. I would concur. Achival I think he did it Ferrer. spot on. Yeah. So, founded in 1998, Achival Ferrer is a small winery in Mendoza, Argentina. They start their wine by sourcing grapes from over 70-year-old, ungrafted, pre-phylloxera vines. Taking this amazing fruit, they use their very low-intervention winemaking, which includes no no clarification, no filtration, no enzymes, no sulfites, no acidity corrections, no cold maceration, no malolactic inoculation, and almost no temperature control during fermentation, which is easy to do when you're in the Andes at, you know, 8,000 feet, I'm guessing. You've got the perfect place to make wine. You can make all-natural wine like this. and, and, And I applaud somebody who goes to that length because you know how much harder that is to do it the heart you know i mean that 
that that takes a lot of attention to detail. Um, so for the show today, we they have the Archibald Ferrer. You want to pronounce it? Chimera. I call it Chimera, but that's just me. Uh, well, it's 2014. The Spanish spelling of of Chimera for the Greek monster, it which is be. a weird name for a wine. You name yeah. your wine after a Greek monster of myth. Well, think about it. It's South American. What do they call it? Chimera. Latin America. Right, got to roll that R. So you know if they're. You know, I I know I, I live in South Florida. I know a lot of Latin Americans. None of them speak Latin. I'm very shocked by this. The and they're on the wrong side of the equator. What's going on with that? Well, that's true, too. The mm. 2014 Camara is a blend of different red grape varieties from old vines in different places in the province of Mendoza. In Lujan de Cayo. Lujan de Cuyo. Turpungato. Tupungato. Yeah. Listen to the fake accent. Valle de Uco. In the Valle de Uco and Mandrano in Maipu. It is a Maipu. blend. Oh, yeah, Maipu. There you go. My poo, your poo, it still Keep smells. Get your poo okay. out of yeah. us. Our poo. Yeah, get your poo out of my face. It is a blend of 50% Malbec, 24% Cabernet Franc, 18% Merlot, and 8% Cabernet Sauvignon. The wine matures in French oak barrels, 80% new, for 13 months. It's a subtle, elegant, and perfume Mendoza blend, 50,000 bottles produced in September of 2015. So let's go. To this wine and see what we think about it. Well, I need to taste it again. Again, this is very similar to one we were at a wine tasting event uh, just the other night, and this very much reminds me of one of the wines we had that evening. This has got a great earthiness to it, and almost that walking into a tobacco barn, old, rich leather sort of scent to the nose. Fine Corinthian leather, Bob? Fine Corinthian leather. You wish he was here. <laughs> He's con. Don't you dare laugh at him. Okay. You know how much money he made selling fine Corinthian leather. But a, a really a very very beautiful nose to it. There's a little bit of fruit to it. Some berry notes in it along the tip of the nose. But the earthiness and that and that that musty tobacco barn comes through for me. And on the palate, hold on. Hmm. Yeah, I get I get the berries in that. I get a little bit of um, almost a cocoa richness to it. Did you get blueberry? Blueberry hit me on the nose. Oh, right yeah, big completely. Time. It's, yeah. When it was first in the glass, yeah. like a blueberry port, that's how it hit me. And I was like, wow, so no, much right. blueberry. I couldn't put my finger on that, but I think you're right about that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, but it's, it's opened up just, to yeah, more and floral notes. And for sitting me. here, it's really opened up. It's 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 just getting better. Yeah, and I agree with Bob. Um, I think uh, it's done a nice uh, nice job opening up. Well, you started talking, so we have to cut you off now. We'll be back. Mari, you hey. were rudely interrupted by our sponsors. Please go ahead. No, no, please, Harm. Thank you. So, um, where was I? I? I really like this wine. I agree with Bob. It uh, very much reminiscent of. Uh, the Chilean wine we had a couple of nights ago. You know, we, we weren't with you a couple of nights ago. That's on okay. Radio. That's okay. I'm well, going to. There's a reason in. you weren't in, in. There's a reason you weren't invited. I was invited. Uh, I couldn't go. Notes of. I you're a complete bastard. And we all hate you. And that's I had why. to miss as well. Graphite, uh, sirloin, and 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 beautiful, beautiful foie. I, it was. Mm. Yeah, it was a good evening. A you know what's the best part of foie gras? You can taste the pain and suffering. 
bitter chocolate. Yeah. And your point? Into tobacco. <laughs> but the tobacco barn really sums it up. Uh, yeah, I, I couldn't put my finger on the nose, but you're right, Denise. It was definitely like a blueberry port on the mm-hmm. nose. Um, you know, that's a sobriety test thing. You need, need to be able to put your finger on the nose before you leave here. Oh, thank you. I'll, I'll keep that in mind. Um, lovely wine. Really, really loved it. Harm? I'm still drinking. Denise, you talk. I described it as barnyard fresh. So you guys are fresh. Yeah, I know. It's like really weird. I I know, but it sounds like somebody's sex life in Alabama. (laughs) I loved it. I mean, I just it's barnyardy, but not like old stale barnyard for me. Barnyard to me, it's fresh. Is is Brettamyces? It's a freaking infection that should not be there. But some people say that's their house style. Brettamyces is horrible. That barnyard, like it tastes. It, it's another way of saying that wine tastes like poop. There is no that. There's none of that here. This is. I I, I see we're saying this at that far that fresh farm nose. Yeah. Because the fruits are fresh. Okay. There's, so farm fresh. Green, there's, Do you there's want a farm green fresh? Herbal, there's a green herbal <laughs> note to it. It's just farm it's fresh, just, barnyard farm, fresh. Yeah, but it's not barnyard. Barnyard has a different connotation. But hmm. uh, I can see what you're saying. I, I I'll give you that. No, I, I understand what you're saying. I mean, so he's telling you you're right, but he still wants to tell you you're no, wrong. It's, it's drinking French barnyard wines in France, I understand it the barnyard. Bretomyces yeah. uh, infected wines. So. Okay, got it. Yeah. But, People and, like this but, are what, a menace to decent society. <laughs> yes, they are. Are you talking, oh, you're talking about me? No. Yeah, you. Yeah. Graphite. Maury pulled it out. Graphite yep. comes out. That is beautiful. Fuzzball. Oh, it's just a gorgeous wine. It keeps evolving in the glass. It keeps getting better and better, and I need more. I'm going to need an Uber as well, or a, a Lyft or something. A Uber. A Uber. As some people Do they still say, say that? Yeah, some people still say, I, I took a Uber. Oh, wow. Yeah, heard that the other day. Oh, well. All right, well, we're going to be rating this one. Four sips. That's classified. Barnyard Fresh. Speaking Yummy. of Barnyard Fresh, we're going to go to our next <laughs> wine, and we're going to have Denise tell us about that one. Oh, and that would be the Tikal. Thank you, Harmi. The Tikal Patriota, twenty fifteen, a blend of Malbec from up, the up, back up. What one what, paragraph what, up? What? Oh, it was founded by. No, Ernesto. I just wanted to move on. Yeah, tell us about it first. Okay, Tikal was founded by Ernesto Catania, a fourth generation winemaker of Italian descent and former designer. Love that. Who sees it as his mission to transform everything in his wine world into art. I have to reread that. Over the years, Ernesto and his team designed their biodynamic farm and vineyard as a sculpture to be gazed upon from the sky, similar to how the Mayas and the Incas designed their cities to be enjoyed by the gods. They even have a vineyard in the form of a maze. Yeah, it's very cool. I've seen. Have you? Yeah, I got a picture of it. It's this big round, like like a corn maze you would find. Right. But. With vines. It was very cool. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Their vineyard is surrounded by natural flora and animals that help them achieve a state of harmony and equilibrium. That just sounds perfect, right? A lot of Italian winemakers. We we didn't mention the Achival Ferrer was a partnership of four uh, four partners, two two Argentinians and two Italians. A lot of Italian heritage coming to Argentina to make wine. Excellent. So the Tical Patriota 2015, a blend of Malbec from the Valle de Uco. Vista Flores and Bonarda from Ribadavia. How's that sound? 
Sounded good. Sounded good. Sounded <laughs> matured in oak barrels for 10 months. 160,000 bottles produced. They can send me a few thousand. Mm. This, this is saying. a super popular wine. Right? It's also about half the price of everything else we have on the table today. Except it's my spirits where it's three times the price. Mm. Only for you, Bob. Yeah. Only for you. I have a special mm. price for you when you come in. Oh, I know that special price. Grease yourself up. Here it comes. There you go. It's got a beautiful color. I mean, it's, again, another dark red ruby, beautiful color. Um, on the nose, again, today with the florals, I'm getting a floral nose with um, dark sort of boysenberry. It's beautiful. The nose is beautiful to me. I love it. It makes me definitely want to drink it. And then once you try it, um, you get all of those fruits and you get um, this oak, this hint of oak, which for me adds a, just a little bit or a hint of dryness, which really makes this um, a beautiful wine. And um, it's a, at first it was a little soft, but since it opened up, um, I think it's got a much nicer mouthfeel. It's a little more full-bodied. Um, the finish is soft. It's a little sweet. It's got a nice uh, medium finish. I, I just think it's a lovely wine. What do you think, Bob? We usually agree, I think but you're, maybe not. Well, today. you're dead on. I, I, I've got just almost imperceptible hint of oak, just, just barely there, just enough. And the yeah, the, you can tell these aren't yeah. these aren't new oak barrels. They're probably mostly yeah, ju probably but all just used. enough. I mean, with this but, wine, you wouldn't want too much oak. It's a little dryness on the palate, and that's kind of nice. Mm. So it's not so juicy sweet. No, there's but there's there's so much there's so much fruit here, but it's not overly sweet that's right. the amazing thing it's like a big bowl of berries um the oak is just there just enough to hold it hold everything together it's this is a fun wine mm -hmm. this is this is one that you have some friends just show up and you oh great you great you go grab two or three of these and pop them out and this is you know this is one that you have, a, you know, this is a party in a glass. It's a, it's a lovely little wine. I'm enjoying the heck out of this. I think it'd go lovely uh, with a meal, though. Um, really yeah, it would any stand meat. up nicely to food. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but it did take a little bit of time for me to open up. I didn't really uh, appreciate it as much when we first opened the bottle. Agreed. We did aerate the glasses, but uh, again, it's been in the glass, been aerated for over an hour and a half. And I think that's made a huge difference. It's much more approachable, much more enjoyable, much more exciting uh, now that it's opened up and got some air. So if you get air, are you much more approachable and exciting? Oh, no, definitely not. That takes more than that to make him approachable I would, and exciting. I would think choking him out would make him more approachable and exciting. <laughs> yeah. Less air for him. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's yeah. I think that's what we yeah. Let's give it a try. Let me go. <laughs> hold on. I'm going to go to the garage for a rope. So anyway, this is a sexy wine. It really is nice. Uh, it's full of fruit, spice, um, and everything I've, nice. Nothing else to say. Just it's oh you know we we didn't talk about mouthfeel for this one. Just silky, silky soft tannins. Uh, it's I wouldn't call this a super balanced wine. It is still juicy, but it's not offensively juicy. It's like oh I just drank a bunch of sugar. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah, that's the thing. It's the the sugar is down on it. If it, if this thing was sweet, then I'd no, be. No, it's not sweet. Yeah, if it was, mm -hmm. if it's there was too much sugar, it would sweet, not be fun. Got the good mouth feel, and just enough tannin to balance it out. Yeah, what's, yeah. I mean, what is this like? Twenty bucks, twenty five bucks. Really? Yeah. It used wow. to be it used to be higher. It used to be in the twenty five dollar range, but these days we can get it for twenty. Retail. Oh, that'd be 
Great. Yeah. It's, again, I mean, this is this is case. the one you buy. You buy a case you of should. this and keep it yeah. in the closet for when people show up. You know, I mean, yeah. this is again instant party. Let's let's open a couple of these. And they really. Tikal has a bunch of other wines. I you know we didn't bring. We weren't doing a Tikal show, so we brought this one. But Patriota is the one I think that made them famous, and now they've got other ones that are higher end, a little bit more money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you'd have to buy this by the case because you're going to be opening additional bottles yeah, once everybody one. tries it. Yeah, this is this. I'm really enjoying this. So, I I would be interested in trying some of their other wines. So, I'll see if we can uh, talk to the supplier and get us some to review on the show. That sounds good. Well, until then, we're going to be rating this one three sips. Interesting. All right, so we're going to have Harmeet tell us about our last wine for the day. All right. Our last wine today is from the Conchitoro. Now, everybody thinks of Conchitoro as that stuff you get in the grocery store that's really cheap and easy and good quality. But Conchitoro also makes wine up to 300 bucks a bottle, 200 bucks a bottle, really. And 300 is, in Fine Spirits, Cooper City, Florida. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 400 in my store. But... Uh, <laughs> Now, Conchi Toro makes wonderful wine, and this is the Turunio level. Turunio, it means uh, it's not there, it's like just above the middle one. Um, so the Turunio is the Spanish word for terroir, and each Turunio wine is created to highlight the terroir from which the grapes are harvested, including specific vineyard and microclimates and grape stocks. And... Uh, the Carranche Toro Turunio 2017 Carmenere Block 27 is from Chile, Cachapol Valley, in the Puemo Vineyard. It's blended a majority of Carmenere and a small amount of Cabernet Sauvignon. They make a $200 version of this wine called Carmen de Puemo, which is the best Carmenere I've ever had in my life. Stunning, knock your socks off, beautiful wine. Carmenere originally was in the Bordeaux Valley, and, or in Bordeaux, and... Um, it went extinct in France because of phylloxera that you know we brought to we Americans brought to France and for the World's Fair, but uh, it had been transplanted to Chile and for the longest time it was thought to be Merlot. So when you were getting Chilean Merlot until like the early two thousands, late nineties, early two thousands, generally it was a blend of Carmenere and Merlot. People didn't know. And then finally they said these grapes, these leaves aren't exactly like Merlot. What's going on here? They did some genetic testing and they found it was what was thought to be extinct, Carmenere. So now Carmenere has become Chile's signature grape. Um, lucky them. Yeah, lucky them. So the Poimo Vineyard is located 170 meters above sea level and extends across the rolling hills and along the Cachapol River on terraces of the coastal mountain range. This is uh, vertically positioned and cordon pr- uh, I'm sorry, cordon pruned vines from pre-phylloxera vine stock like I was talking about. The deep soils have a top layer of clay that enables them to retain moisture and allows the vines to remain active until harvest in late May. And this, this soil is uh, kind of poor, so the, the vines send down their roots very deep. And the grapes are fermented over 6 to 10 days. Uh, the new wines remain on the skins post-fermentation, macera- post-fermentation maceration for 10 to 20 days. It's devatted, undergoes mallow, malolactic fermentation in stainless steel tanks, and then ages in barrels for nine months in French oak. Uh, I don't have the uh, the exact percentage of uh, how much of that is new or used, but it can't all be new used. New oak, not for this price. I bet you that Carmen de Poimo high-end one is all new French oak. The color is ruby and gorgeous, and uh, the nose. There's fruit there. 
but what you first get is like a green pepper capsicum thing, which at first when I thought was, this is a little bit disappointing because I associate that with lower price carmineers, which are unripe, but it's become such a part of carmineers heritage in Chile that they really want to accent this, that, that pepperiness to this wine. But underneath is plums and cherries, and there's some other spices in there I'm not quite familiar with, but it's just interesting and spicy and beautiful. And I want to have a steak with this right now. And Bob, where's my steak? <laughs> He's warming up the In the restaurant where you buy it. Where, where were the oysters the for the champagne show, Bob? Where were the oysters? <laughs> anyway, uh, the palate is gorgeous. Let me see. Full of plummy flavors. A little bit of blackberry. The pepper comes back. It's savory. Um, I'm almost getting a hint of chocolate, but not quite. Well, maybe on longer on the finish, right at the end, right yep. at the end of the finish comes out chocolate, and the finish is pretty long. I just like this wine a lot. Maury, you've got your hands crossed, your arms, uh, your no, arms crossed no, your I'm chest. Just falling asleep on this is what he's doing. Wake Wake up. Up. He'll be snoring in that mic any minute now. Oh, I thought he was. I thought he's being closed. And <laughs> no, he, I was waiting for him to, to finish out. waxing. No, we can just ignore him. Maybe we can go like let's let's talk to somebody else. We could talk to like Ricardo. I know my own needs, and what I need from an automobile, I know I get from this new Cordova. I'm just saying, <laughs> don't mess with me. <laughs> but he didn't say uh, the Con! fine Corinthian leather. What? Um, Give me a minute. It's in there. It's I not fine. It's a reach. Love is in there. reach. As much as I hate to admit it, I have to agree with Harmeet. I think that everything he said was pretty much spot on. It's a delicious wine. It's really done nicely with a little bit of air and opening up in the glass. It's uh, got a great mouthfeel. Uh, the tannins are refined and soft. And uh, it's really lovely. I really, I've really got nothing. Uh, there's nothing wrong with this wine. And it's, it's approachable young too. This is yeah. this is approachable. This right is a young now. wine, and it's, it's, uh, it's quite approachable, and uh, and really delicious. Denise, I agree. Um, I I think I agree, except for one thing, and and that's just really because it's young. Um, it's got a great mouthfeel. I so love the nose on this. Oh, I, I almost I, forgot that, but I'm not going to take your thunder. Go ahead. What did you say? Well, that I don't you, know. That's a first. Yeah. Tell us. What was the nose on the note? No, no, no. I love the peppery. No, you specific something pepper unique. Oh, the, the jalapeno. Yes. Oh, it's yeah. beautiful. I yeah. love that. I don't if you ever remember a wine, if you're like making jalapeno. like a salsa or you're making oh, no. like a pico de gallo and you're sitting there cutting a half a dozen jalapenos. Oh, this is jalapeno. This is it. No this is jalapeno in a so glass. So it's not just pepperine. It's a very specific But it started out with, wow, I love jalapeno. the mouthfeel. I love the taste. But it's a, it's young. And so I, I was You'd really hoping for this big, full-bodied expression. Not that it fell flat, because I would love it and drink it. Um, Give it another it just, two years in the bottle yeah, if you want. And it's just a little light today, but a couple more years. Fantastic. Absolutely. I would love Bob, this. do you have anything to add? Uh, I think it's pretty much He's all just been over said. There I mean, it's just, I mean, it, it's, it's a lovely wine. It hits it on all levels. The, the nose is great. The palate is really right there. I think in a couple of years, it's even going to be better. Oh, so absolutely. We're going to give this four sips. Well, that's cool. all the time we have today. We hope you enjoyed this episode. You can catch all of our shows where you found this one, as well as on terrestrial and satellite radio and online at 
Apple Music, Google Play, iHeartRadio, CBS Radio, Radio.com, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn, and pretty much any place you can find a podcast. The easiest way to find this show on your phone is to ask Alexa, Siri, or Google. Play podcasts, Sip, Suds, and Smokes. We'll have your feedback. You can reach us online at info at Sip, Suds, and Smokes. And our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter every day at Sip, Suds, Smoke. And our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You'll also be able to interact with the thousands of other fans on those social media platforms. You can also check us out on Instagram at Sip, Suds, and Smokes or at Made Man Bob. And you can also send Bob information on what kind of clips, sound clips you need, because he needs to expand that. Says the guy who shows up late and has never written a script. Uh, do us a favor and take the time to rate this episode. Producer, Particularly tell talent, us what Bob. you think about this idiot to my right. I want to thank our co-host for joining me today. Thank you, Denise. Oh, thank you so much. I have a lot of wine to drink. Yeah, it's a good job, isn't it? It is. Thank you, Maury. Thank you, Bob. I, I know I was a little slow, but I just figured out why you're wearing wallabies. Yeah, your little slow is what was on the form that they sent home with you from kick. school. Yeah, it's a special kick. wallabies. The guidance like counselor kangaroo, said that in elementary school, so yeah, very thematic. So, and I guess you. thank you, Harmy, for being. Well, thematic. I guess thank you, Bob. Yeah, no, I mean, I brought some wine today. At least. Yeah, for once. Yeah, what'd you bring? Half the wine here. Mad Dog Twenty Twenty and a little bit oh, of LSA. I didn't get any of the Twenty Twenty. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, you know what? We really need to try some uh, Alize on the show. Let's All five do flavors. Do it. All, All flavors. colors. Sorry, colors. They're, yeah. fla- they're, they're colors. Well, for Sip Says and Smokes, this is Made Man Bomb. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you again. This has been a one-tan-hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time. (laughs) 